Hello and welcome to Dedicated Packers, the podcast where you do cover the Green Bay Packers, and we don't cover anything else. Let's go. All right, hello and welcome back to Dedicated Packers. It is Wednesday, July 19th, and today we are going to be talking about the offensive storylines going into training camp. Very exciting. Just before we get started, a quick bit of news. Um, First of all, we are in our last week without training camp. Get excited because in exactly one week, exactly one week from today, your Green Bay Packers will be hitting the grass for their first 2023 training camp practice now unfortunately yeah pads will stay off for the first five practices so we're gonna have to wait till not a week from now but a week and a bit from now until actually slightly over two weeks from now until we get practices with pads but football is coming damn close to ramping up i for one could not be more excited it's 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 so close i can basically smell it Second bit of news, Luke Musgrave signed. The Packers now have signed all of their rookies to contracts, except for Jaden Reed. Not really a concern, right? Rookie contracts sometimes take some time. We'll get there. These never really turn into anything, so not concerning there. Now, let's jump in to our training camp storylines. This is going to be a two-part series, I guess. We're going to do offensive uh, training camp storylines today, and then on Sunday, we'll do defensive training camp storylines. So on the offense, we're going to go through all of the position groups. We're going to run through battles to look through there, and we're going to look through sort of people on the active active roster as of right now. At quarterback, four quarterbacks on the roster. We have one lock to make the 53-man. That's Jordan Love. He's making it. Jordan Love could go out and throw a pick every pass in the preseason. He's going to make the 53-man roster. We have two fringe guys, Sean Clifford and Danny Etling. Now, one of those two is 100% going to make it, but they're going to have to fight that that out. We'll talk about that in a second. And then one sort of more doubtful guy, Alex McGough, McCo. He was the MVP in the USFL. Green Bay just signed him yesterday, I believe. And so those are the four, four guys currently Green Bay has on the roster at QB. Now, the Packers might keep three of those guys, but most likely they're going to keep two quarterbacks on the 53-man roster. And that means, despite Mago, you know, winning USFL MVP, it's a USFL, right? You're going to get, in the end, a battle between Sean Clifford and Danny Etling for that second backup QB spot. It's the battle of the century. There's no other way of putting it. Who will win that spot to back up Jordan Love? Etling, he has more experience in the offense, right? He's been in it for over a year at this point. Clifford, on the other hand, while he was a pick that many people were unhappy with in in Green Bay's draft, Clifford, he's going to need to show some poise and show some accuracy. I think automatically he has a head up on Etling because he was a fifth rounder. Goody does not like to cut draft picks if he doesn't have to. So even if Etling performs better than Clifford by a small margin, you could definitely expect to see Clifford snag a roster spot. If Etling performs much better than Clifford, you might see both of them get kept. But in general, I think it'll be interesting keeping an eye out for how Clifford and how Etling are doing. It's just, it's going to be fun to see those two fight it out on the second team. More importantly, once preseason games start, we should get a good look at both of them. 
right? Because Jordan, he's not going to play more than like a total of four quarters over the three preseason games. So we're going to get plenty of Sean Clifford and Danny Antling snaps. We're going to get to see who plays better. And that's sort of the the battle you're going to be looking for at the quarterback spot. Danny Antling versus Sean Clifford. At the running back spot, we have sort of seven seven guys, seven to eight guys on the roster at running back. You have two locks to make the 53-man roster. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Dunn and Dusted, they're on the roster, right? Again, when I say lock, I mean like they could have the worst performance ever. They could fumble every single snap and they'd still make the roster. You have three fringe guys, Patrick Taylor, Tyler Goodson, and Lou Nichols, the third. And then, or is it Lou Nichols the second? I believe it is um, Lou Nichols the third. So Lou Nichols the third, Tyler Goodson, and Patrick Taylor. And then sort of one to two doubtful guys. Emmanuel Wilson, Packers running back, currently on the roster, probably not going to make it. And then Henry Pearson, I think he's technically listed as the fullback per NFL.com, but of the running back type, right? And so the Packers, they pretty much always keep three running backs. And that means with Jones and Dylan being locked into that, those first two top running back spots, you're kind of only left with one spot. And that means that the battle, sorry, Emmanuel Wilson, sorry, Henry Pearson, it's probably going to come down to Patrick Taylor versus Tyler Goodson versus Lou Nichols. And each of those guys, this is a fun battle because each of those guys brings something different. Patrick Taylor, he's more of a veteran. He's been on the team for multiple seasons. He's big. He's strong. He runs hard. He's had some experience in the regular season. He's definitely good on special teams. And something the Packers really love about him, he's good in pass protection. Tyler Goodson, he's sort of your super exciting fun piece. He lit up the preseason last year, had great runs basically every game, had multiple multiple great runs per game. He's super fun. He's 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 that guy that when you turn on the TV in the preseason, he flashes off the screen and you're like, I want this guy on my team. And that's why a lot of the fans are big on Tyler Goodson. That being said, he struggles more than Patrick Taylor in pass protection. I don't think he played on he played on special teams and yeah, that's sort of the downside to to Tyler Goodson. And then Nichols, right? He's a seventh round pick. And if I had to guess, I'd say he doesn't make it because he showed some of everything in college, some good power running, some good agility, good speed, nice vision. But there wasn't that, oh, my God, he does this as well as anyone else on his film. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't that those exciting cuts, that incredible lateral quickness that you see with Tyler Goodson. That is something that just sort of has me hung up. Um, so, you know, as you get Jones and Dylan likely taking those first team reps, I'd say watch, watch for those three guys, right? Watch and listen to who's getting the reps. Maybe Jones and Dylan are having a day off getting their veteran rest days. I don't know if Dylan's technically a veteran, but maybe they're both getting a rest. Who's, who's, who's playing on the, on the first team that day? Is it Patrick Taylor? Is it Tyler Goodson? Is it Lou Nichols? Watch in the preseason. Is Patrick Taylor standing out? Is he suddenly running harder and better? Because Patrick Taylor starts running really well. That gets super exciting with all the other things he does well. Maybe Lou Nichols is standing out. Maybe Lou Nichols is having the preseason Tyler Goodson had last year. Maybe maybe Tyler Goodson. Maybe he looks great in pass protection, right? It's going to be a fun battle to watch. You have something different in each of these backs. You could make the case for any of them, and it's going to be super exciting to see how that plays out. Moving on to the wide receiver position. I've got 11 guys that the Packers have, you know, at the wide receiver position right now. Three locks to make the roster. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed. Done and dusted, right? Watson and Dobbs could fumble every snap, could drop everything. They'd make the roster. Jaden Reed, because he's a second round pick, like he can basically do no wrong. 
right? Whatever, whatever poor performances he has, he's still going to make the roster because there's no way the Packers give another team a chance to bring in Jaden Reed. Almost certainly guys that are going to make the roster. I have two. Samari Toure and Dontavion Wicks. Now, I didn't want to lock them, put them in the locks category, because I guess there's a world where Toure or Wicks, you know, maybe Wicks, knock on wood, tears his ACL or something. Maybe Samari Toure has a horribly atrocious camp in preseason. There's, I guess there's a world where they don't make it, but chances are they're making it. And then three real fringe wide receivers, Grant DuBose, Bo Melton, and Malik Heath. Those are... Three guys that we've talked about. We haven't talked as much about Bo Melton, but those are three fringe guys all fighting for those extra washer spots. And then I have three guys. It's pretty doubtful they'll do anything. Jeff Cotton, he's done a couple of nice things, as has Deuce Watts, and then Jadakus Bonds. So those that's sort of how the wide receiver room sits as of right now. The Packers usually like to keep six receivers. Sometimes they'll keep seven. I believe last year they kept seven. Uh, they really wanted to keep uh, Samari Toure on the roster, but most likely they'll keep six. And with the three locks of Watson, Dobbs, and Reed, and then, of course, two guys who, I mean, let's just let's call them locks for now, and two Rand Wicks, we're then really left with one spot. And that is going to be a battle between DuBose, Melton, and Heath. And I love this battle, because like with running backs, everyone brings something different. Grant DuBose, he's 100% a physical receiver. How does he win? He doesn't win with speed. He doesn't win with this incredible Devontae-esque route running. Grant DuBose wins, and we've talked about it just a couple episodes ago, right, in the Grant DuBose deep dive. He wins with intelligence and with positioning. He positions his body well, and then he uses his body to go up, box people out, and make plays. Bo Melton, meanwhile, 100% a speed guy. Was a 7th round pick, I believe, for Seattle last year. Runs in the low 4-3s. Super, super fast, and he's going to have to use all of that speed on all of his routes to create separation. Any gadget role that the Packers hope to have, Bo Melton might fit pretty nicely because of how fast he is. Get the ball in his hands, let him run. And then Malik Heath, he's kind of a mixture. He's definitely not a speed guy, definitely not a total speed guy, but he's good in working over the middle. He can use his body there, make plays there. Had some nice plays on back shoulder balls that I saw on film. So... Those are sort of the three guys. That'll be a extremely exciting battle to keep an eye on. See what happens. Maybe Grant DuBose, the physicality isn't translating. And so he's fallen behind. He was injured in uh, in OTAs and minicamps. Maybe that's something that's taking a toll. Maybe Bo Melton, maybe he's not getting a bunch of snaps. Maybe Malik, Malik Heath continues to stand out, an underacted free agent making a name for himself. It's going to be fun to see Grant DuBose, Bo Melton, Malik Heath. Those are guys to keep an eye on. A tight end, six guys. For the roster, Luke Musgrave, Josiah DeGuar, and Tucker Craft, locks. 100% locked and loaded. Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft, they're both second and or they're both top top of the draft picks, right? Second and third rounders, they're going to make it because no team's ever going to, the Packers would never release a second or third rounder and give another team a chance to snap them up. That's not happening. Josiah DeGuara, he's a lock, right? Super valuable in his role. He's going to definitely make the roster. Probably going to make the roster another guy, Tyler Davis. And then I have two doubtful guys, Cameron McDonald and Austin Allen. Now, it's not really a battle here to me. Tyler Davis, he's basically just fighting with himself. I, I mean, the chances that Cameron McDonald or Austin Allen, no offense, come in and make it really interesting is the chances of that are very small. Davis basically just needs to ensure that he doesn't have a preseason like last year. Remember last year's preseason. He was getting shredded 
from a run blocking standpoint, could not block the run. And then he was fumbling. He had a fumble in the Saints game. He could not catch the ball. In the first preseason game, a ball went right off his hands and, you know, went into a Niners defender's hands and they got an interception. So as long as Tyler Davis pretty much steers clear of that, he's going to be the fourth tight end. And it's, yeah, it's going to be a position without too much competition. Now, that being said, Still a super interesting position to watch, as is as are most of these, right? Quarterback, there's a battle of Clifford versus Etling. It's also going to be fascinating to watch how Love performs. At tight end, similarly, right, you have this, you don't really have any competition, um, but you still get to watch Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft. And how did they they perform right Luke Musgrave did super well in OTAs and mini camps but there were no pads on how does he fare now that he has to get pads on that's going to be fascinating to watch they're going both Musgrave and Kraft are going to be big pieces for the Packers this season I don't think Kraft as much if you'll as you'll know if you listen to my last episode but watching both those guys watching their training camp performances their preseason performances it's going to be a lot of fun to keep an eye on there last the last position group the offensive line 15 guys here was 16 until some news came out the Packers released DJ Scaffy DJ Scaife the center so he's gone so now we're down to 15 offensive linemen six locks absolutely golden locks to make the roster David Bakhtiari Elton Jenkins John Runyon Jr. Josh Myers Josh Nyman and Zach Tom 100% no doubt probably gonna make the roster as well Royce Newman I know a lot of people probably aren't so happy to hear that but Royce Newman's a decent guard right he he's he's ish <laughs> Jay Hansen, Sean Ryan, Caleb Jones, Luke Tenuta, and Rashid Walker. Those are my five fringe guys. Those are all guys that if you said they made the roster, I'd be like, yes, okay, adds up. If you said any of those guys didn't make the roster, I'd say, okay, I could see, I could see how that happens. And then three doubtful guys, Kadeem Telfert, though he's an intriguing prospect, Gene DeLance, and Chuck Filiaga. Now, the Packers, they tend to keep 10 offensive linemen. Sometimes they keep 11. There's a world, I guess a tiny world where they keep 11, but let's just stick with 10 for now because that's probably the number they're going to be trotting out there on the 53. So looking at that, you have, first of all, Bakhtiari, Elton, and Runyon locked into their spots. Box locked into left tackle, Elton locked into left guard, and Runyon into right guard. So that pretty much wipes out those spots. No competition there. Myers. Despite Stenovich saying, right, Stenovich, Adam Stenovich, when he was talking earlier in the offseason, said Zach Tom would compete somewhat at center, that hasn't appeared to play out very much. I think Tom could probably win the center spot, but it just, it seems like the Packers really want to give Myers every opportunity to take that spot, and I guess that makes sense, right? You invested a second round pick in him, and yeah, I mean, despite the possibility that Zach Tom could beat out Josh Myers, we're not going to call that a battle for now. I'm just going to say that Myers is locked in the center spot. So that means left tackle, left guard, center, and right guard all locked up. And that just leaves right tackle. And that brings me to the first big-time offensive line battle, one that you guys are probably all waiting for. Nyman versus Zach Tom, arguably the most fun battle of camp, the battle for the right tackle spot. Now, Josh Nyman, right? He, he has started basically every game for Green Bay since week three of 2021, right? He was forced in that game to step in for an injured Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari at left tackle, and he manned left tackle against Nick Bosa, and he didn't do great, but he did okay. He then manned left tackle for the rest of the season. While Bakhtiari struggled to return from his ACL injury, Nyman also continued to man that left tackle spot uh, in the early portion of 2022. 
when Bakhtiari returned in week three against the Bucks, however, Nyman was put on the bench for around three weeks until the Packers realized this doesn't work because we're putting Elton at right tackle while he's recovering from an injury and he's getting dominated. So they said, hey, Yosh, you want to play right tackle? And they stuck him there and he played okay. He was decent. I'm not going to say he was good, but it was a massive improvement from Elton Jenkins at right tackle. It was a massive improvement from like Royce Newman at right tackle. So it was good. And now Yosh is going into a contract year and he's going to need to fight tooth and nail to keep that right tackle spot because another guy who's fighting for it, Zach Tom, the Packers rookie sensation, not named Christian Watson last year, Tom Last year, played every position on the offensive line aside from center. He played left tackle, played left guard, played right guard, played right tackle. And while, yeah, he probably did play best at left tackle, there were a lot of good things that he showed at right tackle. Now, with an offensive lineman of, you know, Zach Tom's caliber, the Packers are probably going to give him every chance to win a starting spot because yeah, maybe your best position is left tackle, but buddy, he's a great offensive lineman. Get him on the field. And that's sort of what we're looking at here. It's going to be Nyman versus Tom. It's going to be push and pull. It's going to be Zach Tom's fighting. It's going to be Josh Nyman's fighting. And if I had to guess, I think Nyman pulls it out. I, I'm not sure he would earn it, but I think first of all, Nyman's definitely going to be fighting hard because he's going to be motivated going into this contract here. He has a chance from an undrafted free agent to get a big time NFL payday. Nyman's going to be motivated, like motivated, motivated. And then honestly, I think that Green Bay values Zach Tom's versatility so greatly that they might just not want to see him 100% locked into that right tackle spot. I think I think that's dumb. I'm I'm not necessarily sure they believe that. I don't know necessarily that there's a great argument for believing that, but there's maybe a world where they think, you know, we're just going to value him as a guy that can fill in if anyone gets injured and injuries do happen. But we're going to see there's a massive chance that it goes the other way. It's going to be fascinating. Fascinating to watch. Second battle, a less interesting one, 100%. Newman versus Hansen versus Ryan. Royce Newman versus Jake Hansen versus Sean Ryan. The guard spots are sorted out for the, from a starting standpoint, right? Elton's your left guard. John Rennie Jr.'s your right guard. But who's your backup? And that's why I have this battle here. All three of these guys are going to be fighting for hierarchy. Now, these three all have had bad seasons. They had bad seasons last year. Newman and Hansen, they were forced into starting spots and got undressed, baptized. That was embarrassing for them. For Sean Ryan, he was brought in as a third round pick. People were excited, but then got suspended for PEDs and couldn't really crack any starting role in either camp or the preseason. And that means that this year, we're just going to be keeping tabs on who's getting which roles. Is Ryan all of a sudden starting to get his left guard reps and Hanson isn't getting starting guard snaps? There, Realistically, there are six totally taken up roster spots on the line and then you have these four others right Bach, elton myers runyon nyman tom they take up those spots but then you have four to five others and with newman likely going to make it let's just put put that in for now because of those three guys he's probably the best that brings us down to three to four and so if hansen or ryan really start to struggle those roster spots are going to look up in the air and for now we're going to be we're, it's going to be interesting to watch and see those three fight it out who's getting those second team left guard reps who's getting those second team right guard reps who's getting which reps watch and pay attention as those three battle it out i know it's not the most interesting but 
they're all going to be fighting to keep their roster spots after bad seasons in 2022. So that's just something to keep an eye on. And then lastly, the battle of Luke Tenuta versus Rasheed Walker versus Caleb Jones. Last battle, definitely a fun one here because Green Bay... From a starting standpoint, they arguably have four tackles. Bakhtiari, obviously, all-pro level left tackle. Josh Nyman, decent at left tackle and right tackle when he had to play there. Zach Tom played pretty damn well at left tackle for a rookie and played pretty damn well at right tackle too for a rookie. And then Elton Jenkins, I know he struggled at right tackle last year, but he played phenomenally at left tackle in 2021 when he was forced to fill in. Not only do the Packers have those tackles, though, they have another three for depth. Rasheed Walker. More of a right tackle. Luke Tenuta can play both. And then Caleb Jones, more of a left tackle. No one expected those guys to do anything. But Caleb Jones, he came into camp last year and then into the preseason, and he absolutely showed out, played so well. It was super impressive. Rasheed Walker missed basically all of camp, but played in the final preseason game and said, yeah, I'll take a roster spot. Thank you. Did phenomenally in that last preseason game, earned himself a roster spot. Now he's going to try to keep working his way up. And then finally, Luke Tenuta, he was brought in by Green Bay last year in the middle of it, and he worked his way up through the depth chart. So now it's these guys' time to battle it out. Again, Bach, Elton, Myers, Runyon, Nyman, Tom, that's six roster spots. Let's say two of Newman, Hanson, and Ryan make it. That leaves us with eight taken up roster spots out of 10. That means that, you know, two of these guys might make it. Maybe one makes it if all three of Newman, Hanson, and Ryan make it. It's going to be a battle for these guys, and I think they're going to have to fight it out for these last roster spots. We'll see how the Packers, you know, value these guys. Rasheed Walker, is he more of a right tackle? Caleb Jones, he's more of a left tackle. Luke Tenuta, I said it, he can play both. We're going to just have to see how these guys do in the preseason. I'm super excited to watch this because Bakhtiari is not going to be getting a lot of snaps in the preseason. Elton's definitely not going to be getting a lot of snaps. Bakhtiari's obviously. I mean, no way he gets... I'm not even... No. Bakhtiari's not playing the preseason. Neither is Elton. John Rennie Jr. is probably not playing the preseason. So you're going to get to see a lot of Caleb Jones, Rasheed Walker, and Luke Tenuta, and I'm super excited to watch them. After Green Bay developed Yosh, right? Yosh sat on the bench for two years before finally stepping into a game. No one even knew him until he had to step into that Niners game. I think you could see something similar here with Rasheed Walker or Caleb Jones, and, and that's super exciting. That is what I have for you, though. Those are the battles. I'll, I'll go through. I'll list them for you again. First battle, QB battle. Sean Clifford versus Danny Entling. The battle for the backups. Running back. The battle for that last roster spot. Patrick Taylor. Big, strong runner. Tyler Goodson. Super exciting. Lateral quickness. Versus Lou Nichols. Sort of a jack-of-all-trades. Good at everything. Wide receiver. Battle for the last spot as well. Bo Melton versus Grant DuBose versus Malik Keith. Who wins that? Tight end, not really a battle. Tyler Davis, if if this were an English class, we'd say the uh, conflict was Tyler Davis versus self because he basically has to not implode. And then finally, the offensive line. A couple battles here. First one, super exciting. Nyman versus Tom. Can't wait for that right tackle battle. Newman versus Hanson versus Ryan. The battle for mediocre guards. <laughs> That's a fun battle. And then finally, the battle for who's going to keep our dreams alive for being the next big Packers tackle. Luke Tenuta versus Rasheed Walker versus Caleb Jones. These are a lot of fun battles. It's going to be super exciting to watch these. I'm already getting excited for camp just talking about this. One last thing I do want to say. Even at positions where there maybe aren't super interesting battles, there is still a lot of fun things to watch about the position. So if we look at the QB spot, I mentioned the battle for the backup spot. 
it's going to be super fun to see how Jordan performs. At the running back spot, it's going to be fun to see how A.J. Dillon performs. Had a tough year last year. How does he come in? How does he improve this year? At wide receiver, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed. Yes, please. going to be super exciting to see how those guys perform. Tight end, I mentioned it. Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft. How are those guys performing? That's going to be fun to watch. And then along the line is the Packers line holding up. It's going to be a blast. Training camp. I can smell it. I can't wait. I can almost taste it. I'm this close to tasting it. Then again, you know, taste and smell are are closely related. But that is what I have for you. I'll be back on Sunday with defensive training camp storylines. As always, thank you very much for listening to Dedicated Packers. And until next time, Go Pack Go! Go!